When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's Let's Go Otsko. And I'm in quarantine. At, at home. home. Hey everyone, it's Let's Go Otsko. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. We are nearing the end of May. We are nearing the end of AAPI Heritage Month. Okay, that's Asian American Pacific Heritage Month. Is that right? AAPI, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. See, here's the thing, okay? As an immigrant, a lot of acronyms, that does not help me. It's just mumbles, jumbles in my head. I've seen like APA Heritage Month. I've seen just AP. And it used to just, some people just say Asian Month you know, but um, I want to be inclusive to all of the people that the acronym fits under. So I'm trying to be a good American here, and I want to be a good Asian here. And so anyway, the month flew by and my birthday passed. I had my birthday on Wednesday. It's also Mental Health Awareness Month. All those three things in May kind of make up who I am. And I've been thinking about that because my mom actually suffers from schizophrenia and I have started to figure out ways to help her soothe the voices in her head. She's kind of late with getting her medication updated. She's been on the same medication for 20 years now because of insurance issues. Not many doctors would see her. And so we've been getting the same medication prescribed by her physician who kind of does it out of kindness. I don't know if it's completely legal, but I mean, we were smoking weed before it was legal too in California. So, right? <laughs> Whatever it takes to keep your family going. And strangely, the thing that helps my mom when she hallucinates and hears voices in her head, which is like 18 hours almost every day, it's really intense. It's not fair what life handed to her. Um, but we found that singing actually helps her. And there's this one song that she's hooked on. Guess which song it is. This particular song makes her feel better and the voices actually stop when I sing it. And uh, it is funny 
not funny that she hears voices, but it's funny the choice of song. Have you guessed it yet? You would never guess it, okay? It's a song called I Don't Care by Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. It just goes like, I don't care if I'm with my baby, yeah. And I have to like sing the lyrics to her and she sings along to it because it's what makes her feel good and I want to be supportive. But I'm just like, mom, let's broaden the horizons. Let's open up the possibilities to songs, you know, because I I don't know how much longer I can sing this Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber song. And I'm just being honest, okay? I just, at least yummy, you know, at least yummy, 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 yum. Or at least, you know, picture perfect, you don't need no filter. At least it has a beat that I can really get down to. And again, I know it's not about me, all right? But this is why we need good medication fast. And I never talk about my mom's schizophrenia, but I've started to more because I think that it's helpful to other people who are going through similar situations in their family and it's just such a real thing that's happening in my life so I was like well I have this outlet this podcast you know and it is mental health awareness month so I decided to talk about it and my guest for today actually has talked about his struggle with depression in the past and is such a positive bright light to so many people with his comedy with his hilarious Instagram posts, with his hilarious tweets. And we talk about positivity and that feel-good energy that actually we both kind of emulate into the world. And I had so much fun talking to him. We also take an old fairy tale and attempt to take the tragedies out of it and make it into an all-positive story for you. But before I get to my guest, you know what I'm going to say. If you're enjoying the podcast, rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you want to watch the video version, the full entire episode in video, you can also join our Patreon at patreon.com slash letsgoatsuko. All right, now that we got that taken care of, here is the episode. I'm so excited to be here with my guest today, Paul F. Tompkins. Well, it's me. That's you. It's me. How have you been doing? Uh, you know, I think like like most people, it's up and down. You know, there's there's some days that this feels very manageable. Yeah. Um, and there are certain aspects of it that I feel like, especially for people like us who have weird jobs, mm-hmm. that it's like this is not that much different than my normal life. Right. There are there's definitely like a stir craziness and uh. I was glad I got my my bike service so I can ride my bike around, which is really that's very, very good for the soul. Even even better than walking. I just I love I love riding a bike and you just cover more ground too. you know, you cover. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You can go more places uh, in less in in a shorter amount of time. And just the feeling of uh, to feel the wind in your face and all that stuff. Yeah. Through your mask. Yeah, I like that you hesitated <laughs> to say wind through your hair. But I, I don't know if you... <laughs> well, because I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> oh, ooh, dang. You really told me. You're like, well, it's because I'm being safe. Okay, Atsuko. I'm wearing a helmet. I wouldn't feel the wind in my hair. What am I? A degenerate? No, of course you're wearing a helmet. What, who was I to think, you know? And but I didn't always, though. I didn't always. I, I rode my bike. Before I got a car, I rode my bike everywhere in Los Angeles. Yeah. 
and I never wore a helmet. And then when my when my girlfriend, now a wife, mm-hmm. when we started, when I realized we were in a serious relationship, I that's what made it switch for me. Was I realized, oh, this person will care very much if wow. I you know get in an accident and my brain is splattered on the sidewalk. That's so beautiful. And then I started wearing a helmet. Wow, self care via thinking about. You have another person in your life, right? That yeah. you care about. Who would be bummed? Yeah, if something did, like yeah. that did happen. You know who doesn't wear helmets is the people on scooters because it doesn't come equipped with a helmet. Those yeah. things are go fast. I don't know if you've ever if you've ever been on them. I. You know what? I haven't. I've never tried one. Have you tried one? Yeah, yeah. And only when I was out of town because I didn't want to be seen. <laughs> Everyone was so mad at the lime scooter people. You know what I mean? Just like, oh, goddamn, yeah. these bird scooters just coming out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Tripping folks, parking them mm-hmm. just right in the middle of the sidewalk. So I didn't want to be seen in L.A. with it. So when Ryan, my husband and I went to San Diego, that's when I was like, let's, let's try one of these. And they're, The perfect place. The perfect place to try out a scooter. Paul, they're so fun, actually. I'm sure they are. Because you just press a one button and you go, you just go way faster. And um, <laughs> it is dangerous, though, because you it's um, it's just you have it's a new thing. I've you know, it goes really fast. It's hard to stop right away. And uh, did it feel unsafe for you when you were on it? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have weird balance, too. You know, um, according to a chiropractor one time, I have a one shorter leg than the other. Mm-hmm. But he said, like, I don't know. It was like a kind of a disconcerting amount. It was like a fourth an inch or something. I don't know. It was a volunteer chiropractor on a movie set. Who knows? But he said I was... What do you mean a volunteer <laughs> chiropractor? To boost morale. He was like friends with the filmmaker or something. He showed up. <laughs> <laughs> so he would crack our backs and move us like in between takes. Yeah. So rather than buy like a coffee truck, which a lot of people we would just do rather, yeah, that would be very nice too. That would be very nice. <laughs> hey guys, a podiatrist is going to be coming by set today. Yeah. We have a little tent set up near Video Village, so if you want to get your bunions looked at, totally stop on. By. And that's what happened. He looked at my bunion and he said, "You are about a quarter inch shorter on one side than the other," and I wonder if that's why sc- scooters are hard for me. Like I'm just off. But, but do you? F- do you feel like a sense of imbalance in, in everyday life? Like just walking around? I do. I do. Do you really? But I wonder if it's like deep within me. I mean, I dance. I dance. Uh, it, look, I know that. But, you know, I'm in constant motion when I'm doing that. So maybe, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter that one side's shorter, you know? I'm going to start slowing your videos down and see if I can detect <laughs> the, 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 the difference. I, I would say... Paul, not to you know say that I've I've stared at you for too long or anything. Um, we're not like. Would you say you're symmetrical? Like we're not all meant to be symmetrical perfectly. I don't. Yeah, I think that none of us are right. I think it's extremely rare for someone to have a a completely symmetrical face. Yeah, I read like a study once that babies prefer very symmetrical faces. That was very sorry. Yeah, it's a little like, okay, Nazi, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? Just like the perfect face shape, you know, Um, but yeah, I would say very rare people. And that's just me making it up. But because you said it, yeah, very rare people have. (laughs) 
Well, I remember seeing something about there was there was a special called it was like a series called The Human Face mm-hmm. um, that came out like years ago. I want to say like 10, 15 years ago. And it was just all about it was all about the face. And apparently somebody who has the 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 golden ratio of faces, like what is considered to be a perfect face in terms of the math of the face of symmetry and where everything lines up plane wise is Elizabeth Hurley. Right. I did. Yes. I remember her being like an example. Yeah. Yeah. So her face is like, is the ideal of face symmetry and yeah, you know, all that. Do we know? And that's it. And then there's everybody else. There's the rest of us. Right. Do we know if she was nice? <laughs> or, I don't know. Like, imagine being that perfect. Do we know if she treated people right. nicely? I don't know that I ever heard anything bad about her. Yeah. I mean, she was very patient with you, Grant, for a time. Right, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if she was like a phone thrower right. uh, or anything like that. Yeah, because then that would, that would you know, it's just me being jealous. I, anytime I'm like, oh, someone's got the perfect face, you know, I'm like, yeah, but, but you, do we know what, how they treat other people? <laughs> well, exactly. But Atsuko, that would be an example of balance if she had a perfect face, but she was a, a, a monster personality. That's right. And that would be the balance of the universe. Paul, yeah, that's so right. You are so, you are so there. That's a very positive way of looking at that situation, actually. You know, I just I just want to be in this. I just want to be positive in these times again. Back to being positive and so fun and so sweet. <laughs> You're just a sweetie. You're just a sweetie, uh, which actually <laughs> comes to comes to. I have a question from a listener, actually, Please. on this topic, actually. Um, someone asked. What's your secret to giving off such a positive attitude, even when it's a dark time? Well, um, like everybody, I have the the face that I show to the world and then the face that I have at home. And, um, you know, I think that uh, I of course, I'm just as susceptible to, uh, you know, I, I, I have clinical depression and I deal with that with uh, therapy and medicine. And that helps a lot. Um, but I think like if you are seeing me or hearing me. Uh, on a thing like this, mm-hmm. uh, I'm happy to be here, and and I'm you know this puts me, this puts me in a good mood to be here and and talking with you and and um, you know connecting in this way, and so if you're, you know usually if you are seeing me on a on a show or hearing me on a podcast is because you're getting me at my at my best, you mm-hmm. know? and I'm grateful for the. Um, the uh, the chance to connect and the distraction from you know whatever even though like even though we're talking about the stuff that we're all going through it's still like right it's nice to connect with someone else about it you know yeah um and especially people that i don't see all the time because like my wife and i uh are going through um you know we're going through this okay i think we're it is tough sometimes when even the person you love it's like we are talking to each other every day for more than we've ever talked to each other. For sure. <laughs> and it's weird, you know, it's weird. And it's I on the one there's part of it where it's exciting that it feels like we're passing the test, you know, 
Um, but on the other hand, there are some times where it's like, you know, if we're like, if she, let's say she wants to talk to me about something and I don't feel like listening, you know, because I'm I'm just in a different because of the situation we're in. Yeah. I'm in a different place. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, it's either it's up to me to either snap into, uh, you know, an attentive listening mode or to say, mm-hmm. you know what, I just can't right now. I'm I'm just like I just want to fucking not think about anything or listen to this podcast or play Animal Crossing <laughs> or whatever. You know, I I don't have the the emotional strength to have a regular conversation with you about the thing that you want to talk about. Right. You know? Which is yeah, um, just super honest, you know, not setting yeah. a boundary necessarily, but just being like as the, of this moment this is my emotion. Yeah. And and I think if, if you are in a if you're in a in a situation where you're with another person, whether it's your partner or a roommate or whatever, I think you we all have to be like, I'm just gonna say what I'm thinking right now, what I'm feeling right now, and trust that you will be okay with it because this is an extreme situation that we're all dealing with. You know. Totally. And yeah. Yeah. Have you discovered yeah, something I, what's something new you that you've discovered about Janie during this time? Since you are spending so much time. Is there like you've been married ten years, is that right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. so like is there something new because of like the quantity of time that's been upped? I don't know I don't know that I've discovered anything new about her necessarily. I feel like it's more I'm aware of uh, things about myself in relation to her and that how often I am um, distracted or, uh, uh, you know, jumping into a conversation late because she will she'll if I'm like typing on my phone. Yeah. She'll just start talking to me. (laughs) And I and so then it's like you have that that thing in your head that's either either I stop right now and listen right. or I try to get this done and then listen. And so I guess the thing that I'm learning is my tendency is to just forge ahead with what I'm doing and think I will catch up later. Even though I think it's been proven that men cannot multitask in that way as well as women can. Like women can mm-hmm. be typing and listen at the same time in a way that men can't. I, I'm pretty good at it. I'm pretty right. Good so, at where it. do you stand? What do you What do you usually decide with? Like finish typing? I feel I I try to finish the thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, but I I realize that that is how that looks to her. Sure. Is like sure. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> yes. And it's like no one likes that. Right. Right. You're just putting a little. <laughs> no one likes you're, that. you're being like you're on hold, but I, I didn't say it yeah. out loud. But you know, yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. in the middle and of so, typing a joke, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's always a joke. Yeah, and you're just like, uh, uh, it's it's right here though. It's right here though, Janie. Just uh, gotta get this t- out. I gotta t- get this t- out. T- ten more <laughs> for the for the people. <laughs> yeah, for the. <laughs> I have a greater responsibility. <laughs> totally. Totally. So yeah, yeah, you you're right. You're pretty good at multitasking. But yeah, like yeah. in the end, she's like. But you still finished typing it though before. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think what I have to do, which sometimes I do, and I'm very proud of myself, and I think it's, I think she appreciates it when I do as well, is to say, one second, let me finish this, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then that feels so much better to finish it and then put the phone down and turn my full attention and really listen. It's like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to do this all the time, but yeah. it's, 
I think now I, I would like to use this time as a uh, as a chance to get better at things like that. You know, right, right. It's to be aware of them and focus on them. Yeah, which is like a different part of your energy that you have to like practice. I feel the same way too. Like at, we're at this point, phase two. We're in phase two, California phase two, which means for for our household, my husband has started to wear crop tops. And he just he just showed up. He just showed up like two days ago, just in my crop top. And um, I think you know. And I was wearing a crop top, so we were like, "Oh, we're we're in that time." Twinsies, yeah. But I wonder if a part of it was because I do tend to be like, "I'm just just this finished tweet, this one tweet, just this one tweet." Okay, I I have it. It's right here, you know. Mm-hmm. I was on my phone when he came down in that crop top. Made me drop my phone, of course, because I was like, <laughs> "It's a real phone dropper," yeah, you know. Because I'm just like, yeah. "Wow, I have never stopped to appreciate your sleek waistline," you know. <laughs> <laughs> also, we have the same body, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I don't know if it was like him being like, huh, "Now do I have your attention?" You know, because it is. And but now he's tall, is he not? Now he's. <laughs> He's he's six six feet six feet yeah. Is he he is six mm-hmm, feet right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, tall drink of water. So then, so the, but he's wearing <laughs> the aforementioned tall drink of water. Yeah, it, the Chekhov's tall drink of water finally has gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, when he wears your crop top, mm-hmm. where does it? Is it like <laughs> like it's just, rib cage like oh yeah, above the above the nips right above. <laughs> and um this is probably TMI but yeah no just above the above the nips he actually has a mm. third nipple something that we discovered pre-pandemic um mm. and yeah it's below i think his left nipple so he, like all mm. three nips are showing when he's in crop top is what i'm saying yeah <laughs> yeah but it was like a lesson where i was like you're fun. I like having fun with you. And here I am mm-hmm. being like, you know, it's it's probably because he was trying to tell me something. But that was the only way he would get my attention. Oh, it's so sad. What's wrong with me? So I got to put on your clothes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, so I've been trying to you know, I, the stars haven't aligned schedule wise and, 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 you know, pandemic hit. We've been wanting to have you on the live show, you know, obviously. We came close. There were two times I was going to do it. And then the first time I got a job and then the second time you got a job. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so. So good reasons. Good reasons. Good reasons. And so this is like the at home version where normally I would have three guests who have to go head to head with each other. And so these have been more intimate conversations, just one-on-ones with the guests. But I do still like to play a game, if that's okay. Of course it's okay. So it's on this positivity thing. And I thought we would rewrite history a little bit together. Um, I would like to take uh, two classic sad tales, okay, that we grew up on. and, (laughs) And let's see if we can make them as happy as we can. Okay. Okay. Um, speaking of, I guess actually my husband wearing my clothes. Do you know this old Scottish fairy tale called The King Who Wished to Marry His Daughter? No, I sure don't. So <laughs> I, I've, I'm not familiar with that one. Well, it's in the title what happens. 
<laughs> it's very I like it because there's no nuance at all. It that's the title of the story, <laughs> right? And um, so the the gist of it is, um, and then we'll try to rewrite it together. Uh, King loses his wife and declares he'll only marry whoever fits into her clothes. Okay. My, 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 you know, uh, what are the chances? Turned out his daughter fits the wife's clothes perfectly. And so he's like, well, you're the one. I have to marry you. I declared it, you know, uh, to all of the land. And the daughter's like, "Mm, don't really want to do that, dad. Not into it. Uh, But he goes, I already declared it. I'm king. So she goes, okay, dad, before we do get married, though, I would like for you to gift me one thing. And she, so she asks for a chest, okay? A chest that locks on the inside and on the outside. Just to see, I don't know why she asked for this. <laughs> she asked for it. <laughs> she asked for it and then... Does it not come into play later? It does come into play. It must, It right? does come into play. Because this is actually her escape plan, okay? So right. she wants this... Uh, chest and he's like sure I'll get it for you and she goes just to make sure it works that it really seals on the inside and outside I'm gonna put myself in it and I want you to uh, just put me into put me on the ocean (laughs) so she starts drifting away and uh, she lands elsewhere this is not the end of the story Paul it's very (laughs) so she she drifts away right and she finally lands somewhere on another kingdom and actually, this is where the story of Cinderella kind of starts to take fold. Um, I think the origins of Cinderella might come from this story. Um, mm-hmm. So she uh, she goes to this land. She She's very poor. She has to work as like some super tool type person in a factory. And uh, she's very poor. And then one day there's a ball. Oh, wait, I know this story. I know it as the story of the super tool girl. <laughs> she's, she makes super tools. I know it from a different title, yes. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I think it, that was the, the, girl <laughs> who can, the girl who could with super tools. Right. And anyway, there's a ball. She goes to it. Uh, Prince sees mm-hmm. her, but she runs away and she leaves a shoe. So that's where the Cinderella story comes in. What, Isn't so this that crazy? Is like a prequel. It's a prequel to Cinderella. Yeah, but there was another. Yeah, exactly. Prequel where Cinderella actually had a dad that wanted to marry her. That's why she has the the, the stepsisters in the store in the Cinderella story. That's right. Yeah, and they're not her real sisters because she was she washed up on shore. <laughs> and I guess somebody somebody finds this chest and then they open it and then she opens it from the inside. It's like so. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not openable from the inside, so it took somebody to just be like, "Conk, conk, conk." What is this thing? You know what I mean? Oh wait, I thought it was that you could lock it on the inside so that she could unlock it herself. Oh, you know what? You're right. That makes sense. So nobody could get in unless she wanted to get it's out. It's kind of like the trunk of our cars, which is a very disconcerting fact. You can tell me all you want yeah. that we'll be fine, but how come there's that that lock exists inside of the trunk? Where you can yeah. open it from the inside. Enough mm-hmm. weird things happened, you know, Yeah, where they had to invent that. <laughs> that seems fair. Like, even if it only happened three times, yeah. I think that's that's enough to warrant putting a lock on the inside. Right. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fact that most women know mm-hmm. <laughs> that that exists. But... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so let's 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 make this a happier tale. Okay. Do you want to be 
Cinderella, not Cinderella, whatever her name is. Sure, if you'd like me to be, absolutely. Okay, maybe I'll be the king. You know what? I'll I'll okay. be Cinderella. You be the king. Okay. And all of the other characters. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No okay. Here we go. Right. Here we go. Mm. Hey, Dad. Oh, oh yes. I guess you heard about uh, your mom died, right? I did. I'm so sad. I miss yeah. her. Yeah, me too. Me too. So I did this. Uh... You're not supposed to make big decisions while you're going through grief, but I did make one, and it's a proclamation, unfortunately. And I said that uh, I will only marry, remarry, if the bride can fit into all of uh, your mom's old clothes. Wow, Dad, that must have been a hard decision to make, to remarry so fast already. Well, I figure the country needs it. Yeah. I don't know how to cook. Right. Uh, it just seemed like the right thing to do, so... I'll help you find people. Will you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, again, if you're ready to remarry already, it just seems so sudden, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I'm sad, but... I don't want to wallow, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it's just it's just all of her clothes? Like, all of her... Every single item of clothing, yes. It's got to be somebody that fits into all of it. Well, you know, Berta, who works at the kitchen... Yes. You know how she's... When, every time she stood next to mom, it was like, mm -hmm. wow, they're the same height... Yes. And they they five nine. They were both five nine when we knew yeah. they were five seven, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, identical height, you know. Mm. Uh, and sometimes, like, I would look at their waist because it was just natural to do because I'm I'm three feet tall so that's the height that i look at them at right right and you're a princess i mean you got to fill your days somehow right so why not look at people's waists yeah and sure. that's when i noticed they have the same identical waist. so what i'm saying is we should try uh berta if you've ever looked at her that way i don't know i mean i'm human you know what i mean and i i know that berta is uh she's she's attractive yeah let's let's get berta all right. I guess I'll play Berta. Thank <laughs> Berta, thank you for joining me in my wife's extensive walk-in closet. Hello, sir. Yes, of course. I'm so sorry about your your betrothed. Thank you. Yes, yeah, she was a wonderful lady, but past is the past. So, Berta, I there's no way to say this without sounding creepy. I've noticed that you seem to be extremely similar to my wife in regards to your height weight and measurements i am yes people have told oh, me so you noticed it too people have told me most of my time here oh, okay well that makes me feel less weird so um i'm gonna leave the room and uh i'll just be out there in the bedroom and i will be sitting on a chair what i'd like you to do is to model uh every piece of clothing you see in here for me Great. Uh, so I could see that it fits you. Great. Yeah, I just need a, a, a few days. few days. That's exactly right. No, we're going to take meal breaks, 
and it's going to be we're, we're going to make it as easy as possible. We really do have to power through it though, because the people are waiting for for me to remarry. So, oh, I forgot to mention. Yes. The whole point is, if you can fit into all of my dead wife's clothes, then I'm going to marry you. If oh, that is okay with you, which I imagine it is, because I'm a king. Of course, of course, yes, of course, right, king, sir. Yes, great. Yes. Well, but I mean. Is this a drag for you or is this something that would be fun? People have never asked me that question before. I don't, I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve. People always just said two things to me. Do the dishes and you look just like King Sir's wife. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Three days pass. Poof, I fit all of her clothes. Uh, you do. Even that one tennis outfit that I... Actually, it looked better on you than it did on her. The skirt, the tank top, everything, yes. <laughs> yes, the headband. Mm -hmm. Berta, I got to ask you, will you be my wife yes. and the queen? Yes, I have no oh. other dreams in my life but to do that. Okay, well, that, uh, meaning like you want to do it, not that you're doing it because you got nothing else going on. It's both, but... <laughs> Life. Look, that's fair. Life is short, truly. I appreciate your honesty. So, uh, since I already had a, I already had a big first wedding. We'll just do like a justice of the peace thing. Is that cool? Oh, sure. Yeah, we're we're up there in our age, you know, thirties. Right. Yeah. We should just just let's do that's the quick right. ceremony and give the country yeah. a new queen. Exactly. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel like that was. It was sad, but we stayed accurate to the times. Thank you. We, we got a pause. So. I think so. We stayed accurate to the times. He, you, you stayed in, in, in character. Where he just right. wanted I that. Tried. He just wanted that marriage. Yeah, for the good of the kingdom. I think it's great that that all it took to to put a positive spin on that story was to introduce a new character <laughs> who fit the requirements. Put another woman. Force another woman to 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 marry just a guy who really can't be alone. <laughs> you could do it with any fairy tale, like you can. Just, well, Hansel and Gretel. What if they had nice parents? Yes, yeah, just like a, like a, who wanted to adopt them, right? They just show yeah, up. Never one had to go into the woods. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with uh, the Little Mermaid, you know. Oh, God, I don't know what that would. Oh, a nicer, like a sea witch's sister, you know, that's like. Right. It was like, oh, no, I can do that. And you don't have to lose your legs. You don't have to lose your your voice, <laughs> your voice either. It's easy. Yeah, yeah. totally. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that's how you fix it is uh, actually uh, a whole new character. <laughs> yeah. Page one rewrite. Just like uh, real life, you know. <laughs> Boy, isn't that the truth? God, is it hard? Is so you know, like people would maybe call you. People would call you a feel-good comedian, but the villains always win, Paul. People love a villain. You know, people do love a villain. It's fun to watch people do the things that you wish you could do if you didn't have a conscience. But in the end, I don't know. I gotta feel like. In the end, I gotta feel like it's it's just a better quality of life to not be. A jerk all the time do you want to you know come I mean? back in later seasons though <laughs> you know <laughs> that's well but that's another thing is that they can always find an excuse to bring back a popular villain yeah none of them ever stay dead permanently right right 
You mean, yeah. Look at the Emperor in the in the, the Rise of Skywalker. You know what? I've been a little behind with the Star Wars. Uh, okay, so a, a bad guy well, comes this back. Is a, this is a yes, spoiler. This is a spoiler that occur, uh, occurs in writing before the movie even starts properly. So that's not Understood. you would have you would have found that out very quickly. Got it. No, I don't mind. I don't mind spoilers. I mean, in fact, I like them because I like to prepare my heart for what's coming. Do you know what? I sometimes don't mind spoilers. Yeah. If it's something that I'm not, it depends how invested I am in the thing. But I've had movies that I've been maybe on the fence about and I knew what the ending was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then watched it. There's something that can also be enjoyable about watching a movie, knowing the ending and wondering how they are going to get to that place. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's know? fun too. being like, oh, am I going to be right about what I think? <laughs> I guess, you know, that's the game. You're playing a game with yourself pretty much when you do that. Always. 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 always constantly keeping entertained, you know? And Otsko, don't you think we're always playing games with ourselves? You know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> I always try to make things. I don't know if it's because I want to make things harder for myself, but I'm always like, okay, what if I get from the studio to the kitchen, but only on tippy toes? <laughs> And I can't step on the black tiles, you know. You're doing the Tippy Toes Black Tile Challenge? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Quarantine, baby. I do it. Well, I'm not on TikTok. Yeah, I know. You gotta you gotta fill the days. You're not on TikTok. You gotta fill the days. You're on enough of the socials. So TikTok would just I know. Isn't it enough? You, do you want to keep your marriage going or not? You know? You want <laughs> you want another another platform. I joined TikTok and uh one time it caused an argument between me and my husband because I tend to get really excited about the dancing stuff. Yes. And so I'm always like, Ryan, you're the only one here. Let's I always love a choreographed dance. I, I always loved Absolutely. it when you know, when you're at a party somewhere and people break out into a choreographed dance. They don't mm-hmm. do that anymore. Do you know I I didn't realize for the longest time uh, I don't know how to do the electric slide oh, mm-hmm. which I would see at weddings throughout my entire life yeah like at some point they would a bunch of people would do the electric slide and I always wondered how does everyone just know this where do they <laughs> learn this and then it wasn't until I was an adult that I found out people did it in gym class in school mm, interesting and I think in later generations after me a lot of there's a lot of people I know that know how to do square dancing right because they did it in gym class yeah um, or or like country line dancing or something that's right but we never we never did that so we never did that so without that one teacher that was stoked about like a group dance activity like that you you yeah. missed out on a whole a whole lot of weddings and being able to jump yeah. in i'm on the sidelines you're on the sidelines. i'm just watching oh my god well so but you know it now the electric slide no oh you still don't know it okay i just assumed i'm so sorry to jump there i should learn it i should now's the time i should learn it i should watch a youtube tutorial and learn before the a new dance comes out yeah you know, <laughs> I gotta hurry. This dance from 1995. You better learn it now. <laughs> Do you think that people at weddings are going to be doing like when when quarantine's over, they're going to be doing TikTok dances? Yeah, for sure. They will, right? Yeah, and it's safer. TikTok dances in group settings are safer because they're not meant to be a group activity. It's very solo. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let's say we have to still be you know safe about distancing right 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At a wedding, it's nice to just be in the corner doing this by yourself, you know? <laughs> Instead of everyone. Oh, that's right, because they're all like waist up dances. It's all waist up dances. It's a lot of, yes. it's a lot of, yeah, just like, you know, I'm a savage. Yeah. And to the beat, there's, they, everyone's a dancer now. Do you know what it is? It's the opposite of river dance. <laughs> it is. It is. That's right. Everyone's just feet planted. It's all upper body. Yeah. Do you know what I would like to see is I'd like to see a split screen <laughs> where the top is people doing TikTok dances and the bottom is river dance. Now that's and get the 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 torsos to match up. That's why you got to be on TikTok. <laughs> no, I just did a whole backwards thing. I just told you not to be on TikTok, and now I'm like, <laughs> now Paul, and that is a case for Paul of Tompkins on TikTok. This is reverse psychology. <laughs> you, you tricked me. You tricked me. I didn't realize this was a trick podcast. It's such a great idea though you know but so i've always loved you know choreographed dances so i make my i've made my husband do a few and i like to match too of course clothes and uh, at one point we got in an argument while i was trying to do a tiktok because and he goes because he didn't want to do it and i was like oh come on you learned it come on he goes I hate making, I hate doing dances with you because you always want to make us look like sisters. <laughs> like we're sisters. And he had his voice broke and it was oh, no. such a true moment. No. no. <laughs> and it's so true. I was trying to make oh. us look like sisters. I was trying to have that like twin, like have that sister experience I never had. Right. Did you is that so? Did you really want that growing up? Yeah. Well, I didn't because you you have a bunch of siblings, right? I have a bunch. Have, yeah. I have I have three sisters and two brothers. Right. So I grew up in a big noisy household. But my my wife Janie, yeah, she had a a brother and a stepbrother, but she always wanted a sister. She always wanted a sister. Yeah. And she's very um I wouldn't I wouldn't say jealous, but she's she is envious of of people that had that experience for sure. Yeah, I feel the same way. I I I have a half sister, but actually because of like marriage stuff, my mom being her stepmom, my mom wasn't so nice to her. Anyway, my half sister doesn't talk to me. And so here I am dressing up my husband in a crop top, eyeshadow, ponytail, being like, one, two, three, and four, five, six, come on, babe. And he's like, no, I I don't want to be your sister. It's, it's, it's a lot. Quarantine is a lot on Quarantine marriage. is a lot, man. On marriage. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, it's true. Yeah. It's very true. I wonder about the roommate people. You know what I mean? Because a lot of, I think a lot of people we know are are friends with their roommates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's different types. Like sometimes there are, there are roommates that you hang out with a lot. And then there's sometimes there's roommates where it's like, this is a business arrangement. You know, yeah. we are saving money on, on rent and we don't really, we have our separate lives. Right. Um, With- we're, we're polite to each other. We get along, but we don't like hang out. Right. And so I wonder, I wonder a lot about that. Like the people that are kind of thrown together by, by this circumstance, what life is like for them. Well, I was saying for a while, I wonder if just roommates would end up romantically being with each other because it's just right? like, well, why not? <laughs> we have, we both, you have, I have needs, you have needs. And yeah, even if it's just, they hook up once in a while and everything's very like, we just get groceries. That's it. And then, you know, like, you know what I mean? That's already kind of yeah. like a marriage. 
Yeah. A lot of marriages where, you know, uh, like they don't, it's, they're not cute and cuddly with each other. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, but I, I, I wonder, I think about them too. I, I, I think they're, their bonds must get stronger actually though because yeah. you know they have they they're going to want to come out come downstairs and talk to somebody and it's their roommate do you know what i think that's true and i also think that uh, i i think that's a good way to put it and i also think that there was so much i heard i feel like i heard about so much negativity or speculative negativity about like there's a lot of relationships are going to break up and a lot of people are going to get divorced after this and blah 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 right. like, that's probably true but I think the opposite is also true. There's probably a lot of people that are going to get to know each other in a way that they haven't before and form deep, deep connections over this, you know? Yeah. Because they, I don't know, there's there's something about it that is also forcing us to become, um, uh, we have the opportunity to become nicer and more empathetic and thoughtful with each other. Right. Um and it, you know, we, you could go either way, but I think that, you know, it, of course, it's it's. I think it's easy to speculate on <laughs> this ending things, but I don't think we've talked. I don't. I don't hear anybody talking about what could begin from this. Totally, it's just inevitable that. Even, okay, let's say you're just roommates and you're like, we've never talked before, but now you have to talk about the last piece of bread. You know. Like, that's a hard thing you can bond on and be like, mm -hmm. you have to come up with negotiations, you know, like suddenly who who ate my yogurt turns into like, I see where you're, you know, I see you were hungry. I am, too. I hope so. I that's that's how I think I tend to be more positive thinking, too, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, we're just such sweeties. Let's go. Why don't people get it? We're just sweeties. We're just sweeties. We're sweetie needies. People need to be like a sweetie needy. Yeah, sweetie needies, because I'm needy too. Needy. I'm needy, but sweetie. Yeah, we're so fun. I mean, Paul, <laughs> you're so you just want a third, tinier doll version of you. Is that supposed that's to be all, you? Yeah, that's yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I see. And how it. can I be? Well, you know what? I just realized I'm the bigger version. <laughs> There's there is a three. You so the th there is a three. You made it. The Holy Trinity is intact. Yes. We're back to the beginning of our conversation. There's there's everything is better in threes, and you complete it every time you're in that room. Hey. Yeah. Let's go. Three. Yeah. Can I ask you one last question? Please. So, for the live show, what happens is before the show, I ask three facts about my guests. Yes. Something they love, something they fear, and something they desire. Mm -hmm. And on the show, those three facts are used against them throughout the show. Um, <laughs> I'm When we open back up, I would still love to have you on the show. But I'm curious. Absolutely. What, yes. what would your love, fear, and desire have been? Like, what are they? Oh, um, I'm trying to remember what I said. Oh, did you already respond to that i did i oh. responded and then um i was told no but give us more because <laughs> <laughs> i gave i gave one of each and i was like oh yeah that makes sense um oh because in the show you have people you have uh performers personifying right the uh the the love hate and, and fear things right um wait i i think i can pull it up really quick oh god i hope so yeah um oh 
Wait, I don't know if you gave them actually. You mean you don't know if I'm telling the truth? <laughs> no. Is that that's how I interpreted what you just said? <laughs> no, I'm saying I don't know if. Well, you're right. That's true. <laughs> oh, you're so good. Back at back at it with the psychology. No, but okay. So let's. How about today? Today, since I'm asking you, what what's your love, fear, and desire? My love is. My love is these two dogs that I see when I go out for walks. Yeah. These dogs that I don't, I've never, I don't know them. I don't know who the people are in the house. Right. But there's these two dogs in the yard. It's a big golden retriever who's old. You can tell because the face is like so white. <laughs> and then this little tiny um, other kind of dog, small dog. Yeah. And they're really sweet. And like when I first encountered them they came up to me at the fence and they were like so happy and sweet joan was it joan joan and linda i call them joan and linda because i don't know their names that's right and i think that they're girls respect but i i can't be certain right um but they they were so friendly to me the first time then they barked at me a couple times then they ignored me now they're absolutely we're friends they remember me Mm. and they come up and see me and i can't pet them because I don't I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get them sick. And, you know, it's possible that it could be, you know, you could leave the virus on a dog's fur and, you know. No, I know. So, Isn't that that was a tragedy when we found out we could give it to dogs. <laughs> oh, it's hor- horrible. I know. Wait, horrible. actually, producer Ryan just sent me what you submitted as love, fears and desires. But thank you. Ryan. That is what you love. Uh, the two dogs yeah, let's now. keep it current yeah. that's what i love and i i want to pet them so bad and i can't wait until um we get the all clear to do that would you say that's your desire um, <laughs> not to put words in your mouth oh god who's playing I mean, the psychology game here the- <laughs> i'm like well then that's your desire isn't it paul i mean that is a desire for sure yeah. but you know for variety's sake mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um let's say uh, my desire um, is to uh, go more places that I haven't been on my bike. Mm-hmm. I want to see different places near me that I haven't seen yet. Um, just like kind of ride around aimlessly and see where the road takes me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Mm. And then what's that? The hate? Uh, fear. 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 I guess my biggest fear is how fat I'm going to get as a result of oh, being Paul. in here all the time. Paul, stop it. That's Because I haven't worn pants that have a button or zipper in such a long time <laughs> that I'm like, what? I dread the day that I have to do that. Right. Wow. It's very scary <laughs> to me. Yeah. That's yeah, that's a that's a legitimate fear for sure. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, you know, it's right now it's like we're all being very forgiving to ourselves and it's good. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's like I like I'm not it's not like my eating habits are not so bad. It's more of an exercise thing. Mm -hmm. But when I do eat like a treat type of thing, like I, I often would have a lot of guilt about that. And now I'm just like. I'm just doing the best I can. When you have a treat, you know? when you have a treaty as a sweetie, 
What have I treated as a sweetie? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'm trying to think on the show how we would have implemented these. This is the just the current ones. Um, <laughs> well, it's so sick to like hear ask people for, for vulnerable facts and then be like, okay, this is how I would use it against you. Um, no, but if you had won the game show, I guess what mm-hmm. we would have done is maybe brought out those two dogs for you to pet on stage. Oh, oh. right. Yeah, that's what we would have oh. done. Yeah. Honestly, even people dressed up as those dogs, it would have felt good. <laughs> that's, it would have felt that's good. probably what would happen, and they they would respectively be respe- respectively be Joan and Linda, and right. um, and for your fear, uh, gosh, I guess it would just be, yeah, I, I guess like someone would be fitting a you know slim suit on you the whole time that you have to do a different challenge or something <laughs> no in front on stage i'd have to like put on clothes that don't fit <laughs> that is a true nightmare yeah that's a lot and it can get dicey because <laughs> there would be like touch involved um yeah, right? yeah we've 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 typically gone more like absurd with the interpretations um, yes. Yeah, I, Paul Paul W. Downs uh, said his fear was white men, so we just brought out a um, full length <laughs> mirror. Yeah, yes. yeah. So you know things like that. <laughs> but these are what you answered for when we were going to have you on the video game Red Dead Redemption Two, as what you That's love. Right. Um, something right. you fear is tripping and falling. Very simple. Yeah. Yeah. Legit, legit fear. Uh, what is something you desire? Unlimited access to a boat. So look how yeah. how you've changed. <laughs> My priorities have come into focus. I'm a different person. This was and maybe a this was one. four months ago. This year, that's what you. That's what you answered. I, I despise who I was for. <laughs> you went from video game to being like, I have too much access to video game. I want to pet these dogs. <laughs> exactly. I want these dogs. Yeah. Yes. And you went from yeah. tripping and falling to like now I care about my looks. You know. To uh, oh, and my health. Of course, of yes, health. That's primarily the concern. Yeah, health. Of course. Yeah, health. That's what it is for all of us. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Not, uh, I mean, not not how how you're gonna look. I guess it affects the way you look. I didn't really think about it. Now that's not now that's a good way to look at it. It's because right. I care about my health. That's what I'm gonna always gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. When I'm like, oh. <laughs> when I'm like, but it's got so many calories. Because of my, it's bad for my heart or whatever. Yeah. Anytime someone calls me a shallow bitch. Okay. Um, um, and and what was it that you desired again? You you oh the ride bike and unlimited access unlimited, to a boat. Yeah. Well, and now you want to ride what you've been riding, which is or your ride my bike, bike yeah. and cover my land my land boat essentially. You've really downsized. I feel like. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, and the things. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, with that said, Paul, thank you so much for being a guest on Let's Go Let's Go at home. And uh, yeah, and that's that's been that's been our show. Oh wait, oh, no, no, not yet. Sorry, hold on. Okay. Is there something uh, a show that you're uh, gonna be doing? You know, I know you've been doing like shows uh, benefits. Um, is there something you want people to look out for? There's more of those coming up for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anything I can announce yet, uh, but uh, but check my you can go to paulftompkins.com slash live and I'm keeping everything updated there. All the zooms and, 
you know, all those things. And uh, I have two podcasts that you can listen to. Um, one's called uh, uh, The Neighborhood Listen that I do with the great Nicole Parker. What we do is we take posts from next door and we use those for improv. <laughs> um, and then the other one is uh, I'm doing a podcast with my wife while we're in quarantine called Stay F. Homekins. It's me and my wife, Janie Hadda Tompkins. And we just like kind of catch up over a over an early evening drink and um you know it's like having it's like visiting with friends it's just a straight up conversation you know where we're just talking and um and it's been really fun to do and it's it's something that we it's our little date night that we look forward to every week i've been loving it yeah yeah have you listened to it i have and that's why i was i was wondering if you were gonna say if you i was wondering if you were gonna say that maybe you discovered um something about janie's drinking water and not being able to well, but you knew that. Oh well, that we've known that for a long that time. That she can't yes. take big gulps at a time. My my wife, yes, it takes my wife an extraordinarily long amount of time to finish a glass of water. It, it is it is a task. It's it it's a task more. Do you feel the same way? Is it you too? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, because <laughs> you're forcing yourself to do something. It's not enjoyable. It's plain. It doesn't taste like anything, right? <laughs> and actually, and you. This is what she said. Yeah, and your fact about um, that you got from someone else about, you know, drinking cold water not being great for you. Oh my God, for just generations in my family, we just drink room temperature water or hot water only. And so, Ooh, hot yeah, hot water, water is... You know, you sip on it. You sip on it, but Joe, uh, oh, sure, sure, savor it. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, it's so, it's so. But Janie feels the same way about water. She doesn't like it. Yeah. And she, it's like, why? What's the point of drinking this? Yeah. Besides, when you can get hydration from other things that have a have a flavor to them. Right. But I, I that it's so hard for me to understand because a glass. I if I have a glass of water, no matter if I want it or not, it will always be so good to me. I love it so much. Wow. Like, but especially when I really need it. Yeah. To just down that glass of water, it makes me feel so good. I love it. Because you're an adult. I, I always like, <laughs> I, well, I always crave like a Sprite, you know? I'm always like. Oh, me too. I love soda. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. When I'm thirsty, when I'm thirsty and I know I need, yes. I need water, what I really want yeah. is Sprite. Absolutely. Because I'm a baby. I've d- I've had to no. I've had to make that same choice where it's like I wanted ginger ale, mm-hmm. but I already had one earlier. I should have a glass of water, and I begrudgingly pour myself the glass of water. But then when I drink it, I'm like, God damn, that was good. That was good water. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's good that you have differences in how you feel about water. You know. And so that's what keeps our marriage fresh. That's right. That's right. And you guess what? <laughs> Water is key to life, so um, why not have it be a metaphor for what, you know, the the diverse ways people think about water. Let it be something that, you know, I'm trying here. I'm really trying here, Paul, to try to end end this podcast (laughs) with a nice, like, metaphor, like, nice speech, a philosophical speech about water, but I just can't find it. You know, I can't find it. I just don't know. I, I'm, you know, but uh, you've been amazing. That's a task for the listener. Otsko, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. And it was so so nice to meet you. I know. Nice to meet you too. And, (laughs) and when we're open back up, let's, let's do it. Let's hang and let's do the the game show live at Dynasty. 100%. 100%. Okay. Goodbye, y'all. Thank you so much.